Hey. hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Where are you at right now? I am, well, man, back at home, Northwest Indiana, but just hanging out outside. So let me know if you can't hear because I don't know what the sound's like. Here, I can so. hear you fine. So oh, sweet. But yeah, so, just hanging out back at home right now. How's the weather? It's actually uh, starting to trying to look a little look like look decent. The last few days have been pretty rough, but today was nice, and I think we're finally starting to get out of the weather. So finally, the nice weather's coming in. Yeah, the yep for sure. Northwest Indiana and a little bit, I guess Chicagoland, I guess you know, it's bipolar. So, but uh, no, it's been it's, it's nice. So enjoying that. Good. All right, guys, welcome back to another Footy and Coffee Conversations. Are you a coffee drinker? I am, yeah. I don't have my choice of coffee right now, but I'm working with a little uh, Starbucks blonde right now. So, I used to be a barista at, at Starbucks, so mm. shout out. Shout right out on. to the Bucks. Right on. What's, yeah. your, uh, what's your, your, your choice, ultimate coffee? Um, I'm usually, I usually shoot for a cold brew, but um, cold brew or a nitro, so obviously whatever. Whatever's on tap over there, I'll, I'll take that. But yeah, so. that that big caffeine hit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I need. So I hear you. All yeah. right, just to get started, if you want to uh, introduce yourself, say what club you're playing for currently yeah. and what position. Yeah. So my name is Bay Kurtz. I'm currently playing for Stumptown Athletic uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, and um, playing as a right fullback slash right winger. Um, so yeah. And uh, something sometimes in a a new league, the NISA. Yep, NISA league. Uh, that's uh, how many teams are in it now? Is it eight? Uh, um, eight. I think they're adding a couple. So yeah, so ten or eleven maybe come oh. uh, come the fall season. So I know they just announced the cancellation of the spring. So I don't know if you think you're gonna jump in, but yeah, yeah. So when does the when does the fall season start game wise? Um, it's well, this I don't know if they have everything set yet. It's supposed to start sometime in August. Um, I think they're still waiting to see how everything happens with obviously the virus and uh, they'll kind of go from there. But, yeah. You guys might be one of the the best prepared leagues in that sense, since you're not trying to necessarily rush and get games going in the next yeah, couple right? weeks, you know. For sure, yeah. So, but no, it's uh, it's exciting times. I think for the league, um, obviously, a lot of things. You know, they're trying to do a lot of good things and um, trying to create a lot of opportunities for for players. So, no, it's exciting times for sure. Absolutely. All right. So, you mentioned you're uh, you're from Indiana. If you want yep. to just give us a little background on youth career, uh, what yeah, clubs yeah. you ended up playing for? For sure, it's. Uh, I'm going to do my best to make it short. There's a lot of – I was kind of writing some stuff down, and I just realized, like, my career has been crazy all over the place. So I'll try and try – Yeah, you you bounced around a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's been quite the roller coaster ride. But, I mean, like, nonetheless, it's been an amazing journey, and I wouldn't change anything. So, But, anyway, I started off playing um, for just a local um, uh, local rec team lakes of four seasons soccer club when i was four um when i was six so i always played like a year or two up but when i was six um my dad he was he was a coach at the time but he noticed or he, he'd found out about like premier travel soccer um so he he took me and a couple guys from that team and we jumped over and, and he started a team um here in northwest indiana called uh, msa fire and we competed in the ISL, Indiana Soccer League, and we played MRL. Um, so I, I played for my dad from age 16 to 14, um, which – And he, he was a soccer player himself, correct? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he played soccer. He, he played for um, – he played for a D3 team in Texas, um, Lamar University. But he, he's actually from – he's from Georgia, grew up kind of in a, like a football family. Um, and so then we moved to Michigan, started playing, you know, started playing soccer and got into it then. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, I think a lot of, a lot of things that I've learned though, I definitely contributed to, to him, uh, bringing me up over the years. So yeah, that's uh, it's different than most of us who had parents that coached us and knew nothing about the sport. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was pretty fortunate and obviously still even to this day, like, I mean, he, he plays a big part in, 
I mean, we talk about the game all the time, talking about positioning, talking about tactics, talking about, you know, just how to sharpen, you know, my tools and what to bring to the game. So, no, he's, he's an awesome dude, to, awesome resource to have. So. Absolutely. So then you're, uh, you're playing youth like that. You're, you're seeing improvement, I'm guessing, from your skill set. Uh, what makes you decide to make a jump to bigger clubs? Yeah, so um, – yeah, so I was, let's see, I was 14, 13, 14. I'd started, it, I started going through the ODP system um, and made the, so this is kind of a, a transitional point, had made the ODP state team for Indiana, went to the, went to the camp, didn't make the region team, came back the second year, made the region team. And so I started getting a taste of like, well, I ended up going to, let's see, went to Florida for the interregional little tournament that they have. And then I ended up going to Italy um, with the Region 2 team. So I started getting a taste for, like, you know, some quality quality football. And um, I think, you know, from there, I was like, you know, what you know what else is out there? My dad and I were definitely pushing the envelope. I told him at age 10, I was like, you know, I want to do everything I can to, to make it to the pro level. So he's like, all right, let's do it. Um, so yeah, I guess come age 14, getting ready to go into high school, I found out about, um, Academy soccer, um, found out Chicago fire was hosting there. Um, they had like an open tryout. I think Benji was talking about this a little bit too. Literally went through the same, same process that he did with his, you know, big open tryout, um, and, and just, you know, made the cuts, but yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing for me was like, how can I put myself in a position um, to, to that where I'm challenged, where I'm going to be exposed to, you know, high level training. Um, there's going to be more eyes watching me. And, and I felt like me and my dad, we, we discussed a lot. Just like, like what would be that route? Um, I think, I think we took it. So to the best yeah. of ability at least. How, uh, how far was the drive for you? to to fire to, practice so yeah to fire um about an hour yeah okay hour. so not too bad on, yeah i guess it depends on how fast we were cruising but yeah it's about an hour i drove up with uh christian lamelli um quite pretty pretty frequently um so yeah so it was it was, it was nice to have someone from the from the area um, that was also heading up there but yeah no great great times at chicago fire so yeah and you you have a lot of success there and then and then you go from Chicago Fire, and then you play uh, somewhere else for one season. Go back. What's yeah? What's the reasoning with that? Yeah, yeah. So that was, um, yeah, another crazy jump. So I, when I was at Fire, um, was was actually was doing really well. Um, was was playing a good good majority of the games. Had gotten a concussion, um, and that put me out for about a month and a half. Um, and so came back um, and kind of finished out the few more of the games and then ended up leaving just due to some personal reasons and um, found out about Real Salt Lake in Arizona. Um, checked it out. They wanted me to come down and, um, you know, they wanted to bring me in. So went there for six months. I went there. So this was kind of when the whole um, academy was trying to figure out. They wanted to let players play high school and, and do all that. Um, I actually ended up playing my sophomore year of high school um, at Crown Point in Indiana and um, played, had a really, well, had a successful season. We ended up winning the state championship that year and then made the move down to Arizona um, to play for Real Salt Lake, and then the the D, this is where it all it all kind of bounces around a little bit. But anyways, I ended up playing uh, Chicago Fire down at um, uh, at playoffs down in Texas, and it's pretty funny. And uh, got to see some familiar faces. But anyways, I guess there was a discrepancy between me living within radius of Chicago Fire here in Indiana and playing for Real Salt Lake, so I had to had to come back, so. Yeah, what was the experience like then moving at such a young age for football? Obviously, that shows a, a level of commitment to you, but that's also 
I'm sure challenging at a younger age to not be, you know, around all friends and family. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, it was definitely a big move. And, and, and there were some huge takeaways, like lessons that I learned when I was there. But I think um, uh, where I got that itch to to just kind of move away and I was okay with it was when I had gone to Italy with the ODP team. And there was guys that were getting um, contacted by um, – some European clubs over there. And I was like, Oh, I totally want to do this. So w when I had the opportunity to move away and it was going to be, you know, I was going to get the, the residency program. So I was going to be living with the team. I had full access to a like top of the line training facility. Um, I was like, it's a no brainer for me if I want to like take my game to the next level. So it was, it, it was tough um, to, to obviously step away from, you know, family and friends. But I think, you know, I, I realized the sacrifice, you know, that I was going to take and, and, you know, thought it was worth it. So, yeah. So there's, there's some discrepancies with the radius of distance living. You have to go back to Chicago fire. Um, at that point, are you already looking at colleges? Do you have those narrowed down to what your choices are at the time? What's your, what's your thought process going forward? Yeah. So, so I was having quite a bit, quite a bit of success when I was at real salt Lake. Um, talking to a few like I guess top programs in the US and was talking to Notre Dame was talking to um, University of Washington um, and was kind of narrowing down on some of these schools and because they were coming down to Real Salt Lake quite a bit and um, anyways when I made the move back to Chicago Fire um, those were a few teams that I was you know few schools that I was really looking looking hard at and um so and I there's actually a moment in time though where I was I, I was trying to decide if I wanted to go the college route or if I wanted to move overseas and go to Europe so actually there's a bit of time where I was talking to um I guess he was an agent in in France this was my freshman and sophomore year um so a lot of these things were kind of in my mind trying to figure out which route I wanted to go um, ended up talking to uh, a college coach who had gone through that whole process as a, as a player and was like, I, I, I'm going to, the best advice I can give you is go get your degree and, and then kind of see where football takes you from there. So I ended up going that route. Um, Any regrets on that? Um, it's hard to say because I'm extremely grateful for the lessons just as a person that I've mm -hmm. learned, you know, between that time and where I'm at now and just kind of where life has taken me. Um, I, I don't know if, see, I think it, it's a huge risk, obviously to go, if, if you're going to go overseas to, um, to go play for, you know, a, a pro academy, um, youth pro academy team, um, you take a big risk. Cause if, you know, if something happens to you, you know, what's, what's the next move. So, um, but I do think if you're in an environment where um, you're being challenged every day, you have like, you know, top level coaches, eyes on you, you know, from age, obviously they go pretty young overseas. But like if for, in my case, if I would have been 15, 16, 17 in a youth academy system, I think you know, there's some big opportunity that could be had there if, you know, a player is willing to step up to the occasion and, take hold of the opportunity so I, I don't know if I have any regrets I definitely wish I would have maybe entertained it a little bit more maybe gone a year over to to Europe and check some things out um just kind of see where it took me but I guess I kind of did that when I went to Real Salt Lake went away from yeah Georgia, it's so, it's it, it's one of those where in kind of my my opinion is if if everything goes right it's a much better route for football to go right. you know right away to one of those situations and skip college. But if things go sure. wrong, which far too often they do, right, it seems right. like the, the college route is the better option with the degree at the end. So yeah, it's definitely a tough decision. It, it, it is, it is. And yeah, it, it, it is. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm grateful for how things have played out and um, yeah, just keep enjoying the journey, I guess. So how do you land on the, uh, at the university you first went to? Yeah, yeah. So. Anyways, the um, so I went to I ended up going to Liberty University for three semesters, but 
from our first three semesters. Um, so fast or, you know, kind of backtrack to academy. I had, um, I was junior playing for Chicago Fire. Had, we played in playoffs. The schools that I was, had been talking to and, and looking at, um, kind of lost communication with them. Going into my senior year, didn't have a school to go to. Um, my dad and I started talking, and he had found out that um, actually University of Virginia, UVA, was having an ID camp um, the first week of August. And um, he's like, all right. He's like, do we go? I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we went, did the ID camp, and while I was there, had found out about Liberty University that was about an hour away. Um, so we went to visit, and we checked it out and stuff. So interesting, I had basically it came down to deciding between – Virginia and Liberty. Um, I was offered a spot at Virginia, but because of just financial reasons, it made more sense for me to, to go with Liberty at the time. Um, so, yeah, so, so that's kind of how that happened. And that was, you know, I couldn't really, again, it's one of those things that you just can't really describe or explain, you know, how things happen. I think it was a, it was a God thing that it ended, it happened the way it happened, but, um, yeah. So anyways, I ended up getting a call from the Liberty coach while I was in Virginia or coming back from Virginia that summer. And he's like, you know, we want to bring you out on an official visit. I checked it out, love the school. So, and then ended up at Liberty university. So, yeah. And you, you started a fair number of games your freshman year, got a, yeah. got playing time right away. Yep. Um, so obviously was playing well, what position were they putting you in? Yeah. So I was, um, played a little bit of winger um a little like 7-11 actually a few games played up top oh, wow. um, so, yeah yeah so that was uh yeah that was a good time though i had, had a lot of fun with that so what what leads you to the decision then to move on from liberty so i knowing you know the experience that I had at the ID camp and the, the connection that I kind of made with the coaches down there. Um, there was a point in time at Liberty where I felt like um, I was maybe, I was maybe plateauing a little bit and um, you know, UVA was just coming off of a national championship in 2014. And I was like, you know what? I kind of I was getting a little comfortable. I think I needed to step out of my comfort zone. I felt like I needed to um, just maybe be in a different environment. So, and I felt like it would be a good opportunity. So, as for my my release, and ended up transferring to to Virginia just based on you know, the fact that it was a good opportunity, both academically and on the football side of things. So. Is that decision based also on your desire to go professional? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Uh, I think um, UVA, you know, it puts out quite a bit of professional players. So um, and a lot of top-level players go through there. So I figured, you know, being in that environment with with those those kind of players would be, yeah, the best environment for me to be in. So Absolutely. Reed is saying, Matt, base facial hair is classy. Yours is wild beast. Turn that up. <laughs> Yeah, Reed, cool. Reed's clearly never been to Finland. He's never, he's yeah. never experienced the Viking look. The Vikings, yeah. <laughs> uh, I respect it. I respect it. I can only go about maybe four weeks before it drives me nuts, and then I'm trimming it off. So how, you, long, how, how long is that for you? How long is that going? So I, I trimmed it. A, I trimmed it a couple weeks ago, but it's been it's been like two two and a half months now. So not bad. Not bad. So. Sweden's close, Reed, but it's not. Uh, it's not similar. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys actually get warmer weather in the summer. Um, so, you, so you guys, you transfer to Virginia. Um, obviously, you know Liberty's a good program, but Virginia is, yeah, yeah. you know, one of the best in the country. Uh, right. Is there an adjustment period for you? Is it difficult at first, or do you come in kind of ready to go? Um, yeah, there's definitely an adjust, like a little bit of an adjustment period. I, I don't think it took me too long um i think i mean I, I came in in the spring and felt like 
maybe within about a month. Obviously, you have the four weeks of fitness that you're doing with with the guys before the beginning of the spring season, and um, you know, get a few inter squad matches in. Um, but yeah, I, I think I was it was probably more so trying to figure out what position I was going to be playing there. So I actually went into to Virginia um, looking to play the eight or the ten. Um, ended up um, coming in as like a six or a fullback um, or ended up playing as a six or a fullback later on. Um, but yeah, so there was probably there was a little bit of an adjustment period, but yeah, I don't think it took more than a month, month and a half. And I was, felt like I was gelling pretty quick. So, so what's your experience like at Virginia? Um, yeah, it was, I mean, like I said, playing with top guys, I mean, there's a handful of guys right now that I played with in, in 2016 that are playing, playing pro, you know, in different places. So, um, obviously, a great experience on that. And just the uh, – yeah, I don't – just the mentality of, of, of guys that are so hungry to 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 make it and, and come from a bunch of different – backgrounds i mean we had at one point at virginia we had 17 different countries represented on our team so you get guys from all over um and you get that at other schools too don't get me wrong i mean i i had there's a handful of different cultures that are different backgrounds at at liberty um but yeah just uh on that end of it it was it was a pretty cool experience um but pretty challenging though obviously the academics of virginia are pretty tough and um, so to try and balance the academics and the, the the footy side of things was 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 a challenge, um, but yeah, on, on the on the soccer soccer side, it was it was awesome playing in the ACC, playing against you know top top talent in the country. Um, I mean, at one point we were I think we went uh, we went ten games undefeated, and I think we went thirteen games total undefeated at home. Uh, in Not bad. What's that? <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, no, not bad. So I mean, to and especially in front of the fans at, at Clockner at UVA is something like super special to be a part of. So that was that was just an awesome experience just to get to taste that. Um, you know, that level is it was was a cool experience for me. Any read say from LU? I don't think I know. Uh, I don't know if I know Lang. Anyways. Um, any any regrets of not going to Virginia right away? Do you think Liberty kind of prepared you for that, you know, that intermediate step from, you know, fire to Virginia? Or do you regret yeah, not no, that's, starting that's, right away? That's a that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> so, again, it's one of these things where and I think about it from time to time, what would have been – would it have been a better route for me to go straight to Virginia in 2014? Um yeah, that one that one's tough because I have a lot of really close friends from from Liberty that I still that I'm still really you know keep in touch with, and I think I learned a lot about myself um, on, a, on a faith level. Um, I was around a lot of solid solid people, um, so it's tough to say. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, it it, it would have been. It would have been interesting, I think, to see what would have happened if I would have gone to, you know, Virginia in 2014. Um, it would have been more of a risk, I think, financially, um, just because of, yeah, the scholarship situation and stuff and being out of state and, and all that. It, that would have been pretty tough. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any regrets. Um, but, yeah, who knows? I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. I have to think too, you know, maybe it's, it's good uh, in the sense of being at Liberty too, you get to, um, you know, not as rigorous academics kind of get a feeling for what's that with the balance of, of mm. uh, college soccer as well too, before going into Virginia. And then you come in as an right. upperclassman to Virginia, you're probably right. a little bit more confident and settled in kind of your yeah, routines. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I think so. And, and I think that giving the, um, just with how things kind of bounced around in my youth career, um, I think it was maybe good for me to come into to Liberty and just kind of gain some confidence coming into it. And and that was that was actually one thing that the coaches at Virginia had told me when I went to the ID camp was like you know the biggest thing for 
for you and for other players is to be you know is to be playing. So mm-hmm. they're like, if you can be playing your, you know, your first couple of years of college and kind of get that confidence and get your feet going, um, he's like, that's that's usually what will set set players apart um, in that regard. So and I think that's I mean that's what happened. Like you said, I mean I was um, got to start a handful of games at Liberty. Um, got to play a lot of games at Liberty. I dealt with a few injuries here and there, but um, yeah, on that end, felt like you know confidence was was up. So I think that's when I decided to, to make the jump. Yeah, and so yeah, Virginia is a great school. You have success there. Um, obviously, yep. the team has success. Yep. Um, and then you end up one more time making a, a switch to universities. Do you want to yeah. tell us yeah, that so, story? Yeah. So. This is this is actually I think the has probably been the biggest highlight of my I guess my football career. Um, so coming out of 2016, had a I felt like a pretty solid season. At, you know, obviously with UVA, going into the spring season 2017, I broke my ankle um, pretty bad uh, in a in a scrimmage or just an inter squad scrimmage, and was out for six months with that so came back um came back from that and thank god like everything you know the ankle was felt good but i just the timing of things i didn't come back until maybe mid fall season so i figured it would be best to take a red shirt medical red shirt that season um and so anyways it was a tough decision to make on whether or not I wanted to stay at Virginia or, or switch to UNLV. Um, and I, I gave it everything I had to try and stay at Virginia because um, I wanted to start a master's there and everything, but I also wanted to try and pursue a crow or crow, pursue a pro <laughs> career. And um, I felt like in the conversation I had with, with coach George, um, he was like, look again, you need to be playing. And he's like, I don't know if you're going to be playing much, um, you know, in 2018. So um, he kind of gave me the, the green light to, to explore some other options. And, um, yeah, UNLV ended up being, like, one of the only schools where everything worked out on the academic side of things. They were looking for, you know, a player. Um, and yeah, so it just kind of worked out. And like, you know what? <laughs> My journey's been – has jumped around enough as it is. I was like, you know, I might as well just add another – Another little chapter of the story. Um, yeah. When you get injured, are you at all uh, thinking maybe professional soccer isn't in the cards for you? Um, no. I That actually didn't cross my mind at all. I was, you know, you hear about different different athletes. Obviously, they're in there. They're in, they're in at the professional level, but they get hurt, and, and they keep working to make it back. They make it stronger. And my mindset was like, look, I mean, if I can, if, you know, if I can come back from this, you know, I'm going to keep going. I think it made me appreciate the game a lot more, Mm -hmm. just being able to go out, run, knock the ball around. Um, But, and I maybe, I don't want to say I took it, I took it, took my competitiveness down a notch, but I just learned to appreciate, you know, just the opportunity for what it was. Um, and just kind of went with whatever happened from there. So I mean, yeah, I don't I don't think it was ever necessarily out of the out of the picture that I'd go pro. Um, I think I just enjoyed you know just enjoyed. It. I was in a time at, I was at a time where I was uh, was getting frustrated by a lot of things for some reason. It just didn't make sense. Like I was playing well, but you know maybe I was splitting time with a player at the time, and I was getting frustrated about that. And it just kind of took me down a notch. And um, and I, I saw a few things and opened my eyes to a few to a few different things and uh, yeah changed my perspective. But to be honest, I think it I think it the way I approached the game after that I played with so much more freedom and, and didn't play kind of restricted. I think like I was maybe at one point. So um, but yeah, yeah not, no. nothing like uh, losing something to to humble in a sense and also make you appreciate it a lot more. So mm, I. I understand that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to go from like learning how to walk again to using my left foot again, like 
it was crazy. So yeah, yeah. I I remember that when I when I did my knee and all. It's very 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 humbling with it all. What what did, what did you do? Uh, I did a hairline fracture on my knee, dislocated, <laughs> tore my ACL and both meniscus. So man, a little bit of everything. And you did a work on it. I did work on it. Unfortunately, was not able to come back from it. That's no. what caused my retirement early. But gotcha. I'm glad you came back. Uh, so you you go to UNLV. It's your senior year. Yeah. Um, how did that yeah. year go for you? Yeah. So well, so actually it was my so I graduated from UVA. So yeah. Sorry, it's like your okay, redshirt yeah. senior yeah, or whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah. Last year. Um, so go to UNLV, and so after playing wing back, you know, the six fullback at, at Virginia. I came in um, to UNLV, which beautiful, beautiful, like, pitch, the background, everything, like, awesome. Um, but in West Coast, soccer is a little bit different than – actually a lot different than it is on the, on the East Coast. Um, and so took a little bit maybe adjusting to that. Like, I had experienced it a little bit when I played at Real Salt Lake, and, and I remember that I enjoyed it. Um, but still just maybe a little bit getting adjusted to that new team and everything. So came in, started a master's, um, was obviously really focused on, um, making the most of that opportunity to try and make it to the, make it to the pro level from there. And, um, yeah, I ended up playing the seven and the 11 for, for the majority of the season. Um, so again, it was another challenge. Another like uncomfortable, you know, environment that I knew I was putting myself in, but I figured that there was going to be some takeaways that, you know, from that experience that I was going to be able to take to, to the next level. So, again, kind of going back to your question, was pro ever a doubt? I think I, I in my mind, I thought every opportunity that I have is going to contribute in some way, getting me to some level, or at least the next level above whatever that looked like. So absolutely. Uh, so you. <clears throat> I guess technically you graduate, you finish at, at UNLV. You don't have, yeah. you've used all your athletic um, yeah. semesters up. Um, what's then your route to professional soccer? Are you looking at playing in the U.S. to start? How do you decide uh, yeah, where so, your first contract is? So I, I was definitely looking in the U.S. Um, at one point. I'd gone on a few, went to a few closed or like invitational tryouts um, with a couple of USL teams. Um, Pittsburgh and Memphis and um, had great had a, felt like I had a good show um, and it was a great experience but just given the numbers and the positions they were looking for things didn't work out there so there was a waiting period where I wasn't sure kind of where I was going to go um, and this is where again the story kind of comes back around but the connection that I made with a coach with one of my coaches at UNLV knew a guy who knew a guy knew a agent slash former player who played over in um, Australia we got connected and um, luckily the the team the Olympia FC that I ended up playing for um, in NPL Taz they were looking for a fullback um, yeah for a fullback so it ended up working out and that happened within like two weeks and I was packing my bags and out to Tasmania. So that was pretty wild. Yeah, the all too uh, common occurrence, you get the call and they're like, we need you here this Saturday. And right, right, right. You're right, flying exactly. halfway across the world. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, that's the life of a, you know, of a footballer maybe at a little bit lower levels, but yeah. Absolutely. What's, what's your experience like in Australia? Yeah. So, I mean, the country itself, beautiful country the football is definitely it's it's more of a grindy type football there's definitely some extremely talented players um you know technically um but in mpl taz they you know it's it's physical like there's plenty of times where like there's probably a few brawls that almost broke out you know on the pitch um so anyways I think ACC probably helped me prepare for that just because of how, you know, 
guys in the ACC are it's big, physical, and strong. There's some good good footy that's played, but like for the most part, it's pretty athletic. Um, so that that prepared me for that. But um, yeah, no, I got to play with with uh, a couple guys from the UK, um, solid players, and yeah, I mean it was. Uh, MPL Taz is is a smaller is probably the smallest mm-hmm. one of the smallest leagues in Australia. So I was hoping to get a taste of the mainland, um, the mainland leagues. Um, didn't, but from what I heard, those were like that was where you wanted to be. But again, great experience at Olympia. Like they, the um, yeah, great experience. So yeah, yeah, uh, I, I know a couple guys that have played for that team in the past, but. Yeah, as, yeah. Uh, Nico was on here a couple weeks ago, okay. and he was talking about he started in the Taz League and then yeah, yeah. moved into to mainland. But yeah. at the end of the at the end of the year, did you did you consider trying to go on trials um, with any mainland teams? Or? I did. I did. Yeah. Um, that was and that was kind of my my goal that I had was to to kind of move on from MPL Taz and try to find a mainland team and had a few trials lined up, but ended up falling through um so that didn't work out so that's kind of how i ended up back in back in the u.s but um yeah i mean nonetheless olympia was a great stepping stone for me um and again it was one of those things where i was going to get to come in and and play and get some good game time in and and build some confidence up um i will say though it was the uh the kind of the the, the laugh was that I ended up playing every position uh, at Olympia at one point. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, and again, like, I, you know, I didn't go there wanting to play every position. Um, but I think as a player, you have to learn or you have to learn to adapt to, you know, just different environments. And, and if a coach needs you, like, I mean, some some guys might be like, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna play. Like, I'm only gonna play the spot." But I I saw it more of a more I saw it as a you know, just a opportunity to learn, maybe learn a new position, see the field from see the game in the field from a different different spot. Um, and yeah, so I actually think I I think that helped me in a lot of ways. I maybe didn't get to like focus in on one one position, um, which may have hindered. You know, me moving to an, the to the mainland potentially because um, teams might have been looking for you know a specific spot, right. you know, drilling that in, drilling in certain skill sets. But in the grand scheme of things, just as an overall player, I think it. I think I learned a lot from that. So, yeah, hundred percent. It's a you play a different position, then you start understanding where that person, when you're back in your normal position, wants to get the ball from you and what they're thinking and seeing the more you can play somewhere other than your position. So you come back, you come back to the U S and then tell us about this, this contract, how you discover this team, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, there was talk about the NISA league when I was, when I was over in Tasmania and um, didn't really know anything about it. To be honest at first was like, not really, not really interested in it. I, um, just because I heard it was a new startup league and, you know, just was like, oh, if I'm going to go back, I'm going to try and shoot for USL. Um, but anyways, came back and started hearing some – had a few conversations with a few um, players, agents, and coaches, and they were talking pretty highly about the the level of NISA. Um, and so, anyway, started considering a little bit more. Well, ended up – um, and again, everything just kind of came back around full circle, but a friendship that I had at Liberty university with, um, uh, she was on the women's team. She was down coaching, um, in Charlotte and she happened to be, I think she, she had coached with, um, with the head coach of Stumptown at one point for Charlotte Eagles for the women's team. And she messaged me, she was like, Hey babe, like, I, you know, I know this coach, um, you know, can I give you his contact or can I, can I connect you guys? And I said, sure. Um, sure enough, I'd gotten a call from the coach and ironically I was down in North Carolina at the time and he was like, Hey, you know, we're having a, a tryout. If you want to, you know, come check it out for a day. 
um, you know, feel free to. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I jumped on that opportunity and, you know, right after that, they, they wanted to sign me. So it was, I think it was a blessing in disguise to be honest, because it ended up being, I think I was surrounded by some pretty great, or, you know, back two months ago before all this happened, surrounded by some pretty solid guys, some really good players from different international backgrounds again, and different MLS, you have MLS experience, you have European experience. So, um, yeah, it was a good setup, I felt like, and then obviously all this happened. Um, but, yeah, again, how, how I got to how I got to Stumptown, just another – yeah, one of those things. I was searching for. I was searching for teams. I was. I was. I was emailing, um, emailing teams and coaches and people that I knew that might have had some connections because I didn't have. I don't have an agent, so kind of was trying to do things on my own. And sure enough, you know, just that that, that opportunity pops up out of nowhere. So I was pretty. Can't grateful. can't hate that. No, definitely not. So. All right. So now we're gonna get into into some questions. Uh, yep. So first one I want to know is you've been you've been listed on a couple people's uh, roster for their five aside plus a goalkeeper at Bridges Training. Yeah, uh, I'm curious to hear what your your team would be. Yeah, so thought about this one, um, and I guess it depends on if if we're is there a mandatory female player on the team or no? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's, it's your team, man. It's my team. You just well, have to answer in the in the DMs you get for what the roster yeah, choices. Yeah, right, right, for sure. Well, I will say the the the, the guys that I thought of, um, and I might actually be calling a few back out of retirement. Um, but one, Mike Catalano, I'd be pulling him back. We played in a few indoor tournaments together too, and we always connect pretty well. I feel like so just a freaking unit and he's a tank yeah he's a tank and he's an engine and he's got some great feet so i usually enjoy playing with him um devin this is a mensa yeah 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 uh he's for me one of the probably one of the most solid guys in the back that i've played with um at bridges and technically sound and yeah, he's, in my opinion, he's solid, solid in the back line. So, take him. <clears throat> I, I actually was, I'm going to pick up Cody, Bob Seeger. Um, he's actually, okay. uh, he's a local region guy. Like, we grew up playing together. So, um, we have that connection going for us. Um, I, I'd take Kaz. Can't go wrong with Kaz. He's just yeah. done my. I like that choice. I'm, yeah. I'm biased, though, as his coach, but I like yeah. that choice. That's, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Um, let's see. Then, so I only got to play with this guy once or twice back in 2016. Um, but from what I remember, absolute baller. Um, and he's just, he's all over the pitch. But, uh, Chris Ramirez. Oh, yeah. That's a great choice. Yeah. And I, and I haven't seen too many people. I haven't seen anybody actually pick him. Um, Maybe I've missed one, but no, he solid player, and I think he'd add a lot to to the team. So, um, yeah, yeah. Then, I used to play with him back in Sweden. That's a that's another yeah. good choice. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a nuisance. He's a nuisance to oh, try man. to defend. Just, the dude, the dude buzzes. He's just everywhere. But yeah, no solid player. Um, let's see, how many is that? That's three. That's four. That's four. Um, so. Probably like a, I don't know, maybe a, a goalie and someone else. Yeah, keeper. Um, probably gonna take. I'm gonna bring Brett Johnson. Out okay. Of, yeah, I'm gonna bring him out of retirement. Or to be honest, Jeff Roy pulls out some pretty pretty crazy saves every once he, in a while. He he surprises me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he 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 can pull some out. So, uh, but no, probably Brett. That's a good squad. I like it. Yeah. So I like it. Uh, Crystal asked, what's your, uh, your proudest soccer moment? Proudest soccer moment. Um, let's see. I have a couple, but I, mm, so I had the opportunity when I, when I came back and played my senior year of high school, um, I, I ended up not playing in academy that year. And, um, 
played high school with my or my younger brother. He was a freshman. I was a senior. Um, we w ended up going on to win the state championship. We went undefeated that year, and we both scored in the in the championship game. So just uh, I think I think just that the the journey that our team took and um, to put another championship on the on the map for 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 the area for our for our high school. I think it was a was a pretty cool moment and I ended up going on to get All American. I got nominated for All American that year. Um oh, wow. Very so cool. that was so that was yeah, I'd probably say that was not to live in my past, but that was uh that was, you know, a pretty big highlight. Um and again I, I think playing for getting to play for Virginia I think was was a was a pretty big highlight. I mean that's um the amount of people I've talked to that you know, said that they wish they would love the opportunity to play there. And I was extremely, extremely fortunate to, to get to spend two and a half years there um, at, a, at an institution like that. So, yeah, I think those are part two of my highlights. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, we've been calling this uh, on the channel, we've been calling it kind of separation season. Uh, it's the <laughs> first time that players are kind of on their own to what they're going to do and how they're going to stay ready for when season starts back up. Uh, yep. Have you have you found any any uh, struggle with staying motivated with uh, uncertainty of when we're starting again? Although I would have to say too, maybe the the break you had to take with your injury kind of maybe mentally prepared you for something like this in a sense. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, I think so. Um, I mean, I think everyone's going to get faced with that that challenge, you know. Um, but I think for me, I, I again saw it as an opportunity. You have uh, you have so much time right now to be. Yeah, you might not be with a team, and you might not be working on tactics or working on. Um, there's obviously an intensity in training that you don't get just training on your own. But um, getting to maybe refine a few things, a few skills, a few um, yeah, a few tools just on your own. Um, yeah, and I, so I just saw it as an opportunity to do that and to to maybe put some priority in a few areas that maybe were that I haven't gotten to work on, um, you know, when when we're training, team training, and games and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think I hit a, I did hit a point where I was, I wouldn't say less motivated, but I was like, all right, well, you know, someone's got to put the work in not gonna be anybody else you know and um you know there's i think that's a big moment right now for a lot of players are they are they gonna take the opportunity to get better or are they gonna sit around and do nothing and so i think there's gonna be a big separation like you're saying separation season for a lot of players and i don't want to be on the back end of that you know i want to be rising to, to the top of that especially with having you know i'm not i don't feel like i'm done yet nowhere close to being done yet and I, I have more aspirations and higher levels that i want to achieve in the game so in order to do that you got to keep working so um so yeah so that that's yeah. that's my has been my motivation is like you know I, I i have more to achieve i have more to yeah so yeah it's gonna be uh i think very obvious those first weeks back what guys took this mm. time as a time to learn and grow and improve and what guys took it as a, a break to just sit around and play Warzone or something. Yeah, right, right. Which, I mean, uh, I definitely have played a couple of rounds. Oh, that. I definitely but, played too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, it's, it, yeah, I, th I think so. And, um, yeah, I mean, who, who really wants it, you know, who wants it bad enough? Um, and I can tell you, like, that's, that, that desire, that, that intrinsic, you know, motivation or internal motivation. Like, you know, I feel like some guys either have it or they don't. Some players, either, you know, guys, girls, they either have it or they don't. And that's when you start to see really that separation, I think, between, you know, amongst players. So, Absolutely. Um, obviously, you're still young in your professional career. Um, yeah. But you've had a lot of experience. you played in a lot of different teams, saw a lot of different things. Uh, what would be looking back to maybe fifteen-year-old self, yourself? What would be your advice to yourself at that point? Hmm. I would say. So, 
it's actually so I was told by a coach back when I was around that time um, that you know one of the number one uh, I guess reminders to to hold on to is like you know be fearless and to um, you know not don't be afraid of making mistakes um, I actually heard that from a couple coaches one was Ian Barker and one was was TK obviously a legend in the legend. area yeah um, but um, yeah I think because I think there there was probably a few times where again with all the transition you know bouncing around as a, as a young player um, there was moments of just uncertainty and you're sitting there wondering, you know, obviously what is next and as a, as a young player that that can be maybe a little demoralizing at times when there's so many things out of your control. But I think, I think what I would have told myself was like, look, you know, enjoy the moment. And I had people telling me this, so I, I don't know if, I don't know if too much would have changed, but I had my dad telling me this too, just enjoy the moment enjoy every single moment you have um, to, to get to play and, and just play with a freedom and don't get, don't necessarily get caught up on, you know, every micro detail that maybe a coach is asking you to do. Cause I think part of the game, it, it, it asks for a creativity from the player and, mm-hmm. you know, nothing against coaches cause I've coached a handful of teams myself and, and obviously your coach as well. Um, like you want to see players bring their own little flair to the game, you know, and not be, um, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Robots. Yeah. Robots subdued to, to what's being asked of them. So I think I would have, would probably just told myself, Hey, you know, don't be afraid to, to make mistakes. Just go out and play the game. You know how to play. And just know it's all gonna be all right because someone's gonna gonna appreciate what what you bring to the table, um, which again I think ended up being the case. But there's probably times where I needed, you know, more reminder of that, more encouragement of that. Um, yeah. So I think I think that was that'd probably be it, and that'd probably be to a lot of the other young, you know youth players out there is just enjoy the moment and and just play free. Like you know, it's a it's a beautiful game and it's meant to be an expression of of creativity and, and, and flair and all that good stuff. So um, I think you start to see that's the player, you know, that, that, that starts to separate players when they play with that kind of freedom, you can tell. So. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting thing of how much uh, as a player, how much self-worth we put on ourselves based on one coach's opinion of something yeah, we right. do on the field. So yeah. I do, I do appreciate that advice. Obviously a coach sets, you know, kind of guidelines or style of which to play. But I agree, there's a lot of freedom and creativity and, you know, self decision making a player should do. Yeah. And it's fun. I mean, that's, that's why players play, right, is to be able to right. make decisions on the field and not be like American football, where you just run five yards and turn left here. You know, that's yeah, not that's soccer. That's not the scripted, fun part. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you coming on and taking time to uh, tell yeah, your man. story. I think, uh, you know, it's it's not been uh, necessarily just a walk in the park and straight cut. You've had a lot of different jumps yeah. from place to place, but uh, happy that you, you've made it to the professional ranks. Excited yeah. for you to uh, to start out with this new club and hopefully have success there and continue to, to move up on your journey. So thank yeah, you. No, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. and. Yeah, I had, I had an awesome time, so appreciate it. Thanks. thanks, thanks yeah, man. Have a Thanks good so. night. Yeah, you as well. Take it easy. All right.